0: Welcome back to another episode of Bomba Breakdown. It is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. And Malcolm, this was an okay week.
1: Yeah, it was not the results we were looking for. We ended up 3-4, and four, which isn't terrible, but we were really looking to make up some ground on Chicago, and we didn't do a whole lot of that this week. But it ended up not being a terrible week. clinched a playoff spot, and just were below five hundred against a couple of real good baseball teams. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I it it kind of surprised me. We were talking about this a little bit before the podcast too. But, um, we we're three and four on this season. The Twins game's going on right now, down three three two to Detroit. Um, hopefully, I mean, we'll definitely come back from that. Um, we'll kind of update you guys with some live reactions there. But, um, I'm still feeling good about this week. You know, like we've had some fun moments. It's been um besides the White Sox series, like against the Cubs. Besides that, the first game we had. Just the bomb, the Bomba Squad came out and did their business. We've, um, I don't know. I think the I, if I were to, if I were to guess, the White Sox aren't going to do much again. Oh, I mean, I can't guess that because the White Sox are an amazing offense. But it's still, it's, it's Shane Bieber. He's insane. So not really sure what to expect. But it'll be really fun to see what the end of the season turns out to be.
1: Yeah. So. um We'll start with last Monday, uh, the Twins faced the White Sox, and we lost 3-1 in the opener against the White Sox. And it was just a pretty frustrating game for us, a game we were hoping to win. We were tied through seven innings. We brought in Taylor Rodgers in the bottom of the eighth, and he blew it, and that was just super frustrating. You bring your clothes there, try to get a big some big outs, keep the game tied into the ninth, and he couldn't come through for us. The offense only put up one run. I felt like we hit better than that 10 walks eight hits we just could not hit with guys in scoring position we got so many guys on base could not come through it was the worst of it was Nelson Cruz's 0 for 4 two strikeouts ground into a double play his only time we got on base he was intentionally walked and he just couldn't come through and we needed him which I can't get too mad about after all he's done for us this year Coming up huge all season but that was a really disappointing game
0: yeah. Um, it seems like guys were just leaving leaving guys on base, you know, left and right. And actually to today in the twins game, a little bit off topic, sorry, but um fifteen guys left on base through and it's only it's the bottom of the seventh inning. So um but anyways, uh at any rate the twins would try to turn around the series and take the next three, but we would not be successful. A two a six two loss. Another tough start for Randy Dobnek. This would be his last before being optioned down to the alternate site. He was a rookie of the year candidate at the beginning of the season, and past few starts, past three, four, maybe five starts, it's just really been a lot of contact, a lot of unlucky hits, but still, just his command hasn't been there. He's been getting behind in the count. It's not the Randy Dobnek we're used to seeing.
1: Yeah, I mean, he only ended up – having one walk there, but was just getting behind guys, let up eight hits. None of them had an expected batting average of over 340, which means the highest chance any of the hits he allowed had being a hit was 34%. But he just, like, they kept hitting the ball on the ground. It was getting through when he's someone that relies a lot on those ground balls going to someone. Someone making a play for him. He just wasn't getting that. This was probably our worst loss of the week, just like the worst we played. We got shut down by Dane Dunning, who's a rookie for the White Sox, went seven innings, seven strikeouts, only three hits, two walks, one earned run, and that was just like when you got a rookie out there, you gotta take advantage, something a veteran, powerful lineup should do. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um it's just I don't know. It's something where um twins at this point are kinda of, kinda of fighting it. Um, you know, we've had our we've had our Power. We've had our powerful games, but you know, overall, it's just been a kind of rough, rough year, I'd say. Overall, like hitting wise, but Twins have tried to turn it around and at least tie the series, which would be bare minimum. I would hope, and um, uh, we would take a step in the right direction, taking a five-one victory the next game. Um, Jake Odoristi went three and two-thirds. He ended up coming out with a blistered finger and that is not great news for Jake Derizzi who um will who who'd be lucky to be there by the start of the playoffs and then um Stashak Duffy May came in and pitched really 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 well. I just want to add um uh and yeah, obviously a good good production by the offense. Buxton hit
1: another homer. It was a good day. Yeah, um it was real frustrating throw to He just hasn't been able to catch a break this year. Has had three different injuries put him on the IL. And when he's pitched, he's looked pretty good. I mean today, that day, he went three and two-thirds, got three strikeouts, let up a run on a home run, but he's going to let up a few home runs, but he was able to keep it to a solo homer, and it was just tough for him that he had another health issue. It's something he struggled with in the past, and he started noticing the second, and I got a little worried about it, and that just kept bugging him, and it got one point just ripped open on one pitch, and hate to see it for a guy like him that works really hard and really wants to be successful. And he's going to be a free agent this year, and it will be curious to see how much opportun- opportunity it is for him to get a good contract. I would be interested in the Twins looking to re-sign him, but he wouldn't be my top part. His offseason lots of guys I'd rather see us get. The lineup, put up five runs. It was nothing real special. We had a few home runs. Rosario hit one, Sano hit one, and Buxton hit one. It was good to see some of the big bats in the lineup come through for us. So, pretty good game.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um then the Twins would try to tie the
0: series, which would be a really good sign and we just could not quite do it. Oh man, this was this was one of the more frustrating games. Um the uh the offense was okay. Um Buxton, man, he's just on fire. He Racked up three hits, couple RBIs, um, hit a homer. Um, but could not quite do it. Kent and Marietta had another good start. Um, five innings, two runs. Not quite as lead, as deep as he'd like to go um into a ball game. But uh, oh sorry about that, my choice weekend. Um then Whistler, May, Clippard, Romo, field a lot more relievers than you'd like to see. Clippard um did not look good. Romo followed it up. Given up a couple of hits to knock those, knock Clippard's runs and So just overall, not a really good, not a very good sight um, by the bullpen in this game. Um, but, you know, just really frustrating. Uh, such a close game, just couldn't quite get it done, which would end up being big because instead of one game back, the Twins were three games back heading to uh, Wrigley Field.
1: Yeah. So we, yeah, that game. Just... Couldn't seem to break through. We put up one run the second, and then they evened it at one in the fourth. Then we pulled ahead again. They evened again. Then Donaldson hit one to give us the lead, and actually got thrown out, arguing with the home plate umpire by dragging dirt over home plates. Coolest and play then, in history.
0: I'm just gonna say. Yeah.
1: Um. There's different opinions on it. Some people think it was awesome. Some people think it was not so much. But then they ended up not being able to come through with the win. It was real frustrating, having gotten some big power displays, but. After not having having so many guys on base, not being able to bring them in the first few games to have nobody on base, but getting the big hits, we were just were time timing things right this series, but we were hoping to bounce back with a better series against the Cubs. And the next day or after one off day, we did not get off to a good start. Yeah. The offense not. was n- nowhere to be found. Um, yeah, this... we got shut out by Kyle Hendricks and yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Hendricks is um very good pitcher,
0: granted, uh, credit where credit is due. He's not a guy who the Twins should be getting uh, eight innings, three hits, shutout, one walk, ten strikeouts against. You know, there was nothing this game from the Twins lineup. Um, Cruz looked lost at the plate for, like, the second or third night in a row. He was a waste of a lineup spot that night. Rich Hill had his best start in a Twins uniform, 7 innings, 3 hits, 2 walks, a run that was just in the first inning, 5 strikeouts. Thielbar came in, worked a messy inning but no runs and just man, the fact that you get a great outing from a from Rich Hill and then you get the and then he gets the loss is just so frustrating and I um just so embarrassing. The bomb like Bomba Squad, yeah, and then we just get shut out with it wasn't even like we were getting chances and just not capitalizing. It was we just couldn't do anything against Kyle Hendricks that night.
1: Yeah, he is always a pitcher with real good control. He seemed to be hitting his spots all night. He was off balance good off balance good off speed pitches. Yeah, Richard did not deserve to lose this game, but it was good it was a good sign to see from him pitching well going into the postseason. So I'm not going to be one of our stars in the three-game series, but should we win that in advance with five-game series, I think when he's we win that, game, yeah, I think he's getting game four, game five, depending on how Rocco lines it up. But he'll be an important part of our team in the playoffs either way. Coming out of the bullpen, he's someone that has shown proven to be very effective with that curveball. Um, the next day, the Twins needed some offense, and we really found it. Put up eight runs off the Cubs against Alec Mills, who his previous appearance before this had thrown a no-hitter, and that didn't last long. First at-bat of the game, Twins got a hit. and it just, Or no, second at-bat of the game, Twins got a hit from Buxton, and from there just kept on rolling. Yeah, Byron Buxton
0: um, continues to match up the plate. Um, Polanco finally, finally had a nice game. Donaldson, Donaldson hit another homer. Um, Big Mike Pineda, five innings, a run, four hits, uh strikeout. Um, not the greatest start in the world, but a, a very good one indeed. And then Tyler Duffy, Matt Whistler, Tyler Clifford came in and worked really good innings. Um, Matt Whistler st- struck out six in two innings. He has looked great. His slider was working that game. Um, and, yeah, it was just a really, really good win for the Twins. If only we could have taken about four of those rooms and transferred it over to to Friday's game. So the Twins would try to w- take the series from the Cubs, which would be a really, really big, because the, in- the White Sox, I'm sorry, have been struggling at- ever since the um, Twins series, and they did just that. 4-0 victory on Sunday. Jose Barrios was stellar again. Six innings, four hits, a walk, four strikeouts, high pitch count, that's why they took him out. Still, six innings, four hits, a walk, four hits is exactly what you're looking for. Um, I'd I'd call him this year so far a number two guy. Then Trevor May, Taylor Rogers, Sergio Romo all worked good innings, and um, the offense was pretty good. Of course, Kepler, wow, he hit a mammoth home run. Donaldson looked good again. Um, and overall, I'd I'd call it a very good game. Yeah, teams. it was,
1: again, the offense came through and we needed them to. The big games to top the lineup. And um on the mound, yeah, Barrios looked real sharp. The Twins um, struggling with some high pitch counts this week, but as long as they can be effective through five or six, we know we got a real good bullpen going to the playoffs. That's all we need to ask of them. If they can get us five or six good quality innings. We don't need them to go super deep with the depth we have in our pen. Yeah, uh, yeah so it ended up being a three and four week against a couple of good teams. Um, stayed in Chicago the whole week and now we're home to finish out the season we are currently one game back on the White Sox if we can pull off the win here against Detroit come back and win this thing we would only be a half game back which Would be huge and yeah the Twins trying to win the division if not we're really just hoping to get home field advantage in the first round so we don't have to go to Yankee Stadium yeah definitely um, so as it stands right now um, don't do this.
0: We don't do this often. Um, probably won't very often. But um, uh, the twins are currently uh, in the top of the eight, eighth in a close game um, d- with Detroit uh, should not be that close. But um, again, just more and more chances that we have just wasted Um three two. Detroit's up. Um, and since we, we probably won't recap this game, we might talk about who won it. But We'll probably be um, getting ready for the, for the playoffs. But anyways, Bailey um, had his first start since his long IL stint. And he looked all right. Um, two perfect innings, beautiful job. And the third inning, he really started to fall apart, hit the first batter, let up some hits. I ended up going three innings, just, just a run, but still. And then Stashak looked beautiful. May didn't look good. Duffy looked okay. Clippard is in right now. Um, and Byron Buxton stay hot, um, hit a homer again. Um, Garver, who's just really good to see, I hope he gets hot again. He hit, he hit a homer. Um, so overall, just really, really hope that we can get some of these guys going. And crew Nelson Cruz, my add, is out yet again. Rock, he's rocking a nice robe that Josh Donaldson bought for the team, but still not in the game.
1: Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that in our intersection a little while later. I think for now we're going to go to a little bit of who's hot, who's not for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Before the podcast said to to turn to Max and said, I got dibs on first pick and who's hot, who's not. And there's a reason for that, and that's that Byron Bucks is a clear choice. He's just been on fire the last week. I mean, he in that White Sox series alone hit four homers in four games and should have had a fifth, if not for a terrible call by Angel Hernandez Um, on a ball. He hit to the wall that was supposedly lodged under the wall. Even the White Sox fielder was pretty clearly able to pick it up. He got called back to be a ground rule double, but would have been inside the park homer. And yeah, then he hit another one in the Cubs series and another one tonight. And he just can't be stopped when he's hitting with his fielding. He's an MVP caliber player. And just in this last week, he's, been everything we ever hoped he could be when we drafted him first overall yeah
0: this is um in the past i think it's i know this entire season that's right i think he has what 12 homers now 13 now 13 my bad um 13 homers in 37 games something like that that's on pace for 56 homers his career high in 162 game season remember d- never plays 162 games granted but 16 homers is his high and he almost has that in 40 games almost so it's really it's really 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 good to see out of Byron bucks and hopefully something that we can see from the future the guy's got power the guy's got speed the guy's an amazing fielder he's he's amazing um, all you have so, to stay
1: healthy and he's an mvp candidate exactly. we just, every year we say if he was healthy he'd be good and he's can't seem to stay healthy, but one year is all we ask. Yeah. Let him be healthy for one year, man. Exactly.
0: Um, so Max Kepler is going to be the next who's hot on, uh, on my list. Um, and I'm really pleased to be able to say this, um, Max Kepler spent a little bit of an underwhelming season, spent a lot of time in the IL. He's had an underwhelming season at the plate when he's not injured. Um, and he, yeah, he hit a couple homers this week. He, he's he been hitting the ball hard, even when it's an out. He's been just ripping the ball over the ballpark. His plate discipline, plate discipline I'm sorry, has looked good. Fielding has looked all right. I'm um, not too, just not too shabby for a week for Max Kepler. Maybe not hot necessarily compared to some other guys, but definitely, definitely a very good job for Max Kepler um, this past week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... I think my next one um, there's lots of options, and I think I'm going to go with Jose Barrios. Had a good outing this week. Went six sharp innings, and he's just been all year. He had struggled a little bit early on, but in the last month he's been one of the top stars in baseball, just over two-run ERA, and hasn't gotten a loss in that last month. So he's just been really good and you love to see it. Yeah, definitely. Um feel like our pretty much everybody
0: for the Twins is getting hot at the right time. We say like night like tonight we're not really able to put it together but it's really been a I I'd call it a good game so far. Um with like guys like Mitch Garver Byron Bucks and stay hot kid. Um but yeah, Mitch Garver getting that key home. I think Ryan Jeffers might get the playoff, starting playoff role but If Garver can stay hot, you know, you never know. Um, So I'm going to move on to who's not, and that is Nelson Cruz. I don't – I'm not going to blame this on Nelson Cruz. He has been out the past few days with an injury. Um, I think today might have been an off day. I'm not exactly sure. But, like, off days – remember, off days are scheduled far in advance. So it's not like you're just going to, like, take him out of his off day. Um, So anyways, uh, yeah – Nelson Cruz, um, I don't believe he has recorded a single hit since our last, because um, he's been out. Let's see here. Tonight he was out for the off. He was obviously out for the off day, and then he was out for one or two of the White's so- the games in the Cubs series. And um, not 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 too long before that, we had a, had an episode. I don't think he got any hits against the the White Sox slate. Um, so it was just not a great week for. Um, not a great week for Nelson Cruz. I'm not saying he's ramping down or anything, but it's just been um, – I'd say his his start of the season was a lot more hot than the past few weeks, but still not terrible. Just this past week has been tough on him. He's been fighting it.
1: Yeah. Um, My next one is going to be a who's not as well, and that's Randy Dobnak. Talked about a little earlier, he's been getting some tough luck. This ball's getting through, but he was – really our number two pitcher for the whole first half of the season. When Barrios was struggling, Pineda was out, Odorizzi was out. Like he filled a huge hole when we really needed him to and came up big and now he's struggled and with all the guys coming back. He's got moved down to the Saint Paul camp. My guess is he'll be on the postseason roster, but likely as a reliever, and it is stinks for him that after all the good work he did, just a couple bad outings and the twins have a lot of depth. It's crazy that I mean earlier this year we were Running bullpen days twice a week because we didn't have enough starters. Now we got seven guys. I would be willing to see start a playoff game. I mean, assuming Ohterizzi can get healthy again, which it they say it's only a five or six day thing, shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah,
0: um, and not not to not to interrupt, but um, man, Miguel Sano just hit not just hit, but um, to end the top the bottom of the seventh inning, hit a warning track fly ball. 100, 109 miles per hour. I'm pretty much 110 miles per hour off Joe Jimenez just with a 50 and a 50 degree launch angle 348 just couldn't quite get out. Oh, man, that's frustrating. Would have taken the lead. But anyways, Um, at any rate, uh, I'm going to go to our who's hot and let's see. There are a lot of guys we could choose from. I'm going to go with Rich Hill. Really good start. Really good start. Good to see him. He's been doing better as of recently. Um he's kind of been doing what we signed him to do, you know, get efficient outs. Um not work super deep into a ball game. He's old, he's got injuries, but still really good, really good job from him. Um and then let's see here. Yeah, he just his most recent outing, seven innings, a run. That's really a deep that's a deep ball game. That's just a really good start from him.
1: Yeah. Um, my next guy, he hasn't been particularly hot this week as compared to any other week, but he looks good this week and has all year, and that's Matt Whistler. He, I don't know if he's made our who's hot or who's not yet. I mean, he has made the who's not. He's been hot all year. But he has just turned in, I mean, just an incredible season relief, and I don't think we've talked enough about how gr- big he's been for us. We s- signed him for nothing picked him up off waivers, and he's been like one of the dominant relievers in all of baseball, maybe our most reliable reliever overall. He has currently a 1.11 ERA on the season, and it's just been dominant. He started a few games, the rest of do that, had a save, and just all year has been reliable. He had two shutout innings this week and continues to just come through time and time again. He's been trusted with higher and higher leverage roles, and it's going to be a huge weapon in the playoffs for us. Yeah, definitely. Um really good job
0: by Matt Whistler. Um so I think I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm going to finish it off here. Finish off the who's hot and um and who is not with another who's hot and let's see here if I can find my tab. I guess I cannot. That is completely fine. Um but I'm going to I'm going to go with Jose Barrios. Um you know, really really good job from him. Um, his last start. I'd say not necessarily the hottest of the Twins players, but um, considering the start that he had to the year, um, you know, just really good, nice pitching, really efficient pitching. Um, he's looked like the the ace that the Twins are looking for recently. Again, like you said, one of the best players in the, the league the past, I don't know, this month, I'd say, um, just looked really, really good. And it'd be Good to see him keep this up in the postseason.
1: Yeah, um, I think we should talk a little bit about injuries now, and then we'll get a little bit into what we think the Twins' postseason roster will look like. So on injuries, Odorizzi had the blister issue. He would be allowed to come off the IL, eligible to come off the IL for the last game of the season, potentially. The Twins could try to throw him out there, get him in there. They might just save him for the playoffs, have him throw on the side a little bit. Really hoping he can get healthy. He's a really effective pitcher when he's on, was an all-star last year until he got hurt. And, yeah, we would love to see him in the playoffs, even if he's not as a starter, working out of the pen or starting one of the five games, games in the five-game series. He'd be huge for us. The other key injury is Nelson Cruz. He's been out for four days now. We talk about this a little bit. The Twins say it's minor. We really hope it is. But there have been other injuries that have been described as minor that have then led to IL stints or other longer periods of time missed. And he's a key, key bat for us, Benhart reliable guy all year and we really need him healthy for the playoffs oh yeah for sure
0: that would be a massive loss um I don't really think that we I don't I I if I were to be 100% honest I don't think it's gonna be anything like like a season-ending injury by any means but um still interesting to see so um now uh yeah I think is that pretty much it for injuries I think so.
1: I think that's right. all. We've been relatively healthy. Oh, yeah, one more. Luis Ryes got put on the 10-day IL. He had – nice. Right. We might talk about this in our last episode, but he recently in a rehab game at the minor league camp sprained his ankle in a rundown, and it's just going to be on another extra couple days, which it really stinks for him. He's a great bat for us to have, finds ways to get on base all the time. If he can get healthy, though, he'll still. I still see him as the starting second baseman come October – um, so yeah, to get a little bit more now, we're going to talk about the postseason roster, who the Twins are going to have going for them in games one, two, and three. We'll get a little bit more in depth on this next week, but just give us an idea of guys you think will and won't make the cut.
0: Now, um, just before we – so does the – is the pool – I think one of the main things we need to address is who you think this starting catcher is going to be. I think Jeffers has earned it. He's hit really well so far this year um garver's been on pretty much all or not he's been out a good portion of the year um so i think he's definitely earned it i think jeffers definitely has earned it and in a three-game series i'd much rather see jeffers 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 than like i i really hope Baldelli doesn't go as usual conservative stuff and go like jeffers uh avila and stuff like that because like I get the like lefty, righty you you want like a lefty against a righty and stuff for hitting and stuff. But like I really, really, really just think we should just play best players out there, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean once you get to play off time, it's a whole different manager. So we haven't really seen much of Rocco's postseason managing. We saw three games last year, but that's a real short sample to pick from. In my mind I see Jar I see Jeffers right now as the starter from I would put him as the starter, but I think that the biggest question for me is would you even carry Avila? Like, if it were up to me, I probably wouldn't have him on the roster for that first three-game series. I want to have a lot of pitchers, since your starters haven't been getting a ton of depth. You want to be prepared for anything. And, I mean, it could be good to have a third catcher just for, like, pinch-running, pinch-hitting scenarios. With Jeffers and Garver, I mean, you've got another catcher. I would just roll with those two. They've been – they're both better hitters than Avila, in my mind, 100%. And I would at least take Jeffers over Avila defensively, and Garver's real close with him.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think something interesting we need to think about, and something something else very interesting we need to think about, what pitchers are going to make it. So, we're thinking um, the wild card series. It's not a wild card series; it's three a three game series. Um, the Twins. I think it's almost certain now would, in some way, shape, or form, would go Maeda, Barrios, Pineda. I think that's kind of almost definitely been established um with and then but then you've got guys like Dobnak, Hill, Bailey, Odorizzi you know where do you see guys like that fitting into the uh, postseason look do you think we can maybe see a guy like that like a guy like Dobnak maybe maybe even in the bullpen maybe Hill you know guys who don't have the greatest stamina in the world but do you think we could see him in the bullpen
1: I think there's lots of options for the Twins to work with right now. Rocco announced today that the people who pitched Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday for the Twins with an off day Thursday would be the starters' games one, two, and three because that would line them up. The pitcher from Wednesday on five days rest. The pitchers from Friday and Saturday on four days rest to normal rest of the five man rotation. So they would be ready to go. And right now, the Twins have Maeda list listed started for tomorrow, which would put him as a game one starter, which should come as no surprise to anyone. He's with leaving putting aside Shane Bieber, been arguably the best pitcher in the american league this year um and then after him it would be the people start friday and saturday which you'd have hill um Dob- hill brios and pineda would all be available to go that game my guess is he'd just go with brios and pineda have them one two three you've got lots of options for length of the bullpen you i'd say you definitely want to carry at least two starters just because you never know what's gonna happen with a short start one of them i would definitely make hill for that first series and then the other one you have so many options to go with. You could go with Bailey. You could go with Odorizzi if he's healthy. You could go with Dobnak. I wouldn't go with many more than two. You could potentially do three, but I just feel like it's not with only three games. There aren't going to be that many innings to eat, and you want you have a lot of top arms you want to get in there because other guys in the bullpen that you have to have on the roster. You got to have Taylor Rogers. I say you have to have Trevor May, Ty- Tyler Duffy, Tyler Clippard, Sergio Romo, um, Jorge Alcala, and Matt Whistler at least. Plus there's other guys killed Thielbar that deserve a shot too so that's lots of guys you want to get in there so it's not a ton of room for long relievers yeah, for sure. Um, I think do you I because
0: I, I think while it's not likely, it can't be overlooked that John Joan Duran and Alex Kieloff are in the players pool. I think Joan Duran, while it's again not likely at all. I think he has a better chance than Alex Kirloff to make it onto the postseason squad just because, um, you know, in the postseason, even if it's a guy who's been doing relatively well, you, a guy like Dern who pumps gas straight out of the bullpen, like he's he's been topping out at like 101 in his starts. I'm thinking he could hit like 102, 103, maybe even 104. In the, from the bullpen. Just imagine how deadly that would be. His commanders looked a lot better. I and
1: mean, yeah, that's sort of similar to what we saw out of Bruce Dark all last year. He was a high velocity star, came out of the pen, threw even harder. And he made it like his third or fourth appearance for the Twins in the playoffs last year against the Yankees and was our only pitcher to pitch in the playoffs last year who uh, didn't allow a run, which gives you an idea of how poorly the Twins pitched that series, but also gives you an idea of how just a young guy can perform when you got the pure stuff. Uh, I don't think Duran will get the opportunity, but if there were to be any injury or something, he's someone that's definitely a possibility. Um, one final question before we go. Um, for the Twins' bench, utility guys, extra outfielders, my guess would be to see the Twins carrying a five-man bench, potentially six-man bench. Do you keep both Lamont Wade and Jake Cave? And I think you have to keep Marlon Gonzalez and a Ray right?
0: I definitely see all of those guys on our bench. Um, you've got... Um, great defense, great at bats, great speed from Wade, uh, great, amazing defense from cave, amazing speed from cave. He works the count pretty well. Um, Adrianza, really good utility guys. Same with Gonzalez, all just really good utility guys, all really good at defense. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what the twins do with that.
1: Another thing, one more thing that's been talked about is the twins potentially getting just like a pure speed guy on the bench, calling up like Aaron Whitefield again to be their postseason pinch runner. Even if he only gets in one or two games, having him instead of, like, Mont Wade, just that extra few steps he can get going around the bases. I personally am not a fan. I think that we should go with who we've had all year. It's worked well. I like Cave and Wade as pinch runners. They're fast, and they're both smart base runners, run hard. Cave's really good at just seeing the opportunity to take the extra base and going for it. Getting a triple the other night, and most people would have settled for a double on. At regularly too. Yeah. There's. Yeah, definitely. What do you think about a speed guy?
0: I think. I think. Again, like, it's been working, but um, overall, um, I'm definitely intrigued to like figure out and like curious to figure out shape up for the postseason because Rockfordelli is a very conservative um, regular season manager. Let's see what he's like in the postseason.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun to see, and hopefully get some chance to make some decisions, and hopefully we give them some good games. Um, we'll talk to you next week before the wild card round. Until then, thanks for Bamba Breakdown. You can find us on Instagram at Bomba underscore Breakdown. That's B-O-M-B-A underscore B-R-E-A-K-D-O-W-N. You can listen to us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for Bamba Breakdown.